Rejuda here with Babakama Paragzayan Mishnah Dalit. This Mishnah, in contrast to two Mishnayot ago, uh, where we had learned about a series of cases you might have thought do not qualify for payment of four or five times, but in fact do, this Mishnah comes and tells you a few cases where, in fact, the payment of four or five is uh, negated is not valid, and so all they do is just pay kefal, just pay the double payment, not the four or five times. Here we go. If a person steals, let's say Reuven stole from Shimon, and A and B are able to testify that Reuven stole from Shimon, so okay, that part is solid. But then there's only one person who can attest to Reuven having subsequently shechted or sold. There's only C. There is no D. So it's just one witness, and as a general rule, as we've discussed, and we'll discuss uh, later in uh, Mishnayot Nazikin, God willing, uh, the testimony of one witness is not considered testimony. It's only useful in a few specific uh, instances in halacha, but by and large, one witness is really nothing. So here all you have is you have two witnesses that testify to the theft, one witness that testifies, which is really no, nobody testifying as far as we're concerned, to the shrita or the sale, O-L-P-A-T-M-O, or let's say to testify that he stole, but he himself says, by the way, I shechted or I sold, which again is a, is a non-statement. It's not considered two, te- two witnesses testifying. It's just his own admission. It does not qualify in the same way. Mishalem Tushlume Kefel. He pays the, the double payment and only the double payment, not the four and five. The Eno Mishalem Tushlume Abra Vachamisha. He does not pay the four or five times. Gana V'tavach B'Shabbos. Ah. Let's say he stole and then he shechted on Shabbos. Shechita on Shabbos is a Malacha de Araisa and subject to the death penalty, and therefore if there's a death penalty here, he's not going to pay the four and five times for the shechita because the the act of stealing preceded the violation of Shabbos. That was its own thing, and for that he owes double. But the act of shechita in and of itself, the moment that he's shechting and now chay of the four and five times, he's also chay of mita. He's subject to the death penalty as a thief, as, as a shochet on Shabbos. And so he's not going to end up paying the four and five times because the prevailing punishment will be the more serious punishment, the more severe one, namely the death penalty. So, Gana v'tavach b'Shabbos, if a person stole and shechted on Shabbos, as we'll see, he will not pay four and five times, only double. Gana v'tavach l'avodazara. Let's say he shechted and he uh, he stole and he shechted to Avodazara. It was an act of Avodazara worship. Not sale for Avodazara, as we saw in the earlier Mishnah, but rather Avodazara worship, which is a death penalty crime. Again, the theft occurred beforehand, for that he'll pay double, but the act of Shrita was an act of worship of Avodazara, shechting an animal for Avodazara. That gets a, that idolatry gets a person now uh, the death penalty, and so they will not pay the four and five times payment. Gun of Michel Aviv, Umeid Aviv, the same person stole from their parent, and then their parent died. They stole from their father, let's say their father died, and then after his death, they did the shechita, uh, the slaughtering of the animal, or the sale. At that point, since although when they stole it, it wasn't theirs, by the time they shechted it, it was partially theirs, because one of, they're one of the heirs to their parent, and therefore they weren't shechting the animal that was purely somebody else's, it was actually kind of theirs, because as a, at least a partial heir, an inheritor, so they will not pay four and five times. Gana v'hiktish if a person stole and then declared this animal that they stole is now going to belong to the Beit HaMikdash, they dedicated it to the temple, uh, and then they shecht or sell it, 
Again, now they're shechting and selling something that does not belong to a different person, uh, which is one of the rules for paying four and five times. In all these cases, you pay the four times payment, but so you pay the double payment, the kefel, the double payment of the theft, but not the four and five times payment, because in all these cases there was some flaw. There's either a death penalty that overrides the four and five times, or it already belongs to them a little bit in the case of from a parent, or it doesn't belong to them anymore because now it belongs to the Beit HaMikdash. Once, once they dedicate the Bidamikdash, it's not theirs anymore that they are now, they've stolen and shafted. It belongs to the Bidamikdash. So, you know, all these cases have their, their flaw that, that makes it only double payment, the original theft, but not the four and five. Rishimun Omer, Rishimun adds in another nuance. So Rishimun throws in something interesting. There are two different kinds of korbanot uh, in terms of one's relationship of ownership to them. There are korbanot where a person, a sacrifice, a person says, I will give this animal to the Beit HaMikdash. If something happens to that animal, you don't have to give anything more. More. It was about the animal. Uh, it's inherent to the body of the animal. There's another kind of korban where a person says, I will give a korban to the Beit HaMikdash. They're thinking about this particular animal, but they don't specify. And thus what happens is, if they can't give that animal, that animal dies, gets stolen, etc., they are on the hook to give a different animal, because the obligation did not inhere in the animal, it was in the person saying, I will give. So Shimon says, if you steal from somebody an animal that they were going to give as a korban, if they said, this animal is a korban, and thus when the uh, animal goes away, they don't have to give another korban, then there isn't really a theft here. You're exempt from all these payments because it doesn't really belong to the person that you stole it from. It wasn't there, so you didn't really steal it from them. You stole from the Beit HaMikdash. That's different. It doesn't, the four and five times and even the double doesn't apply to the Beit HaMikdash. So you didn't really steal it from them. However, if the animal was something where they said, I'm going to give a korban, they thought they'd maybe give this one. You stole that animal, or Reuven stole that animal. Uh, God forbid you shouldn't steal, but Reuven stole that animal. Then Reuven stole an animal, they are still on the hook for another animal. That means the animal that Reuven stole really did belong to Shimon, the owner, and therefore the rules of double payment and four or five times payment will will apply. It comes down to a question of whether when Reuven stole from Shimon, did he steal an animal that actually belonged to Shimon, or that belonged to the Beit HaMikdash and was in Shimon's hands.